Obamacare is here to stay. Tests, office visits, pills, hospitalizations, what do they all actually cost? $330 billion with a B. Marks the beginning of open enrollment in the health insurance marketplaces. This is confusing. Listening to Health O'Clock, Show 12, recorded October 22nd, 2016. We are your source for health news, trends, and insights. Now it's time to talk about healthcare. Hi, Jay. Why, hello, Andrea. <laughs> we are back. And it feels so good to be talking to you. I hope you're all well. Oh, I hope you're all well too. It's been a long time since we've spoken. It really has, but we're glad we're speaking to you now. (laughs) Okay, so the normal disclaimer, I am a health actuary. Uh, I do not represent the views of my current company, my former company, uh, the Society of Actuaries, the American Academy of Actuaries, etc., etc. This podcast is for education and entertainment. If you actually need an actuary, go out and hire one. So that's my disclaimer. My disclaimer as a normal guy, first off, I'm Jay, and I'm a normal guy. (laughs) Now my disclaimer, I uh, do not represent Vaderot College, University of Phoenix, or any other, well, maybe ITT Tech, we're still talking. Mm, Kidding, kidding. (laughs) Uh, But I do definitely, definitely uh, represent the sweet, sweet people at LaCroix. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They uh, put out a great product, so check them out. Super healthy, no sodium, sugar, you know, what have you. And they didn't pay us to say I that. No, it's weird. Huh. No we'll matter get how many that. letters and <laughs> tweets I send. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Anywho. <laughs> so the show today, what are we talking about, Jay? Okay. I'm really excited because I'm a normal guy, and like <laughs> most normal people, I have forgotten what the heck my health care plan is. I know I've had it for like five years. It's been in the back pocket. If you I, show up to the doctor, do you know what you're going to pay? What What are these? What does coinsurance mean? I mean, I don't know anything about this. And today is the show for me. And hopefully it's the show for you. So for all of you listening at home, grab your benefits booklet, flip it open, and we'll... We'll talk to you about what some of those crazy things mean. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So let's actually start this one off with an old favorite of mine, a segment I like to call Twitter versus Twitter. Ah, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, the birds. In this corner, Jay will be representing all people who are a little bit confused about healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, we have Andrea, who will be representing more people who don't know, but some people who do. About. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hodgepodge. It's fun. Let's get into Let's it. Let's get yeah. into it. Okay, Rose at Neat Generation says, I don't know what copay is, but I got to pay my $50 deductible which I also don't completely understand, but I have a diploma, so I don't need to. Russell Arnett at Arnett907 Arnett says, Hooray, I have health insurance for $500 a month. 
When I go to the doctor, I pay out of pocket until I reach the $5,000 deductible. What a deal. What a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russell. Uh, nerdy Wino at Mean Nerd Girl says, Like, don't get mad at me when I tell you what your copay is. I don't make the prices. Your insurance company does. She's right. And there is this emoji that just says it all. And it's his face with the eyes and the mouth. And you know that. Yeah, emojis. guys, don't get mad at the doctor's office. They didn't decide the no, co-pays. No. Yeah, it's, it's not a, their fault. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Chelsea Pertuset at Chel Pertuset says, checked into my appointment and told the lady all about my insurance primary care doctor copay. She said, bless you, someone who knows what they're doing. Let's hope this show makes us all a little bit like Chelsea Pursuitet. Let's all be like Chelsea. Ash at Token Black Chick says, and what the F is coinsurance? I hate this. Maker, take me. <laughs> Mass Pay HR and Payroll at Mass Pay Services said only 14% accurately identify what deductible, copay, coinsurance, and max out-of-pocket mean. Interesting. Good numbers, mass pay HR at payroll. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Rob at Team Rob S says, Woo-hoo, out-of-pocket max reached on health insurance for 2016 already. Now what free surgeries do I have for the rest of the year? Another great emoji use in this. Yeah. So a lot of good points brought up. Mass pay, HR, payroll brought up four big payment mechanisms that we're going to talk about today in Healthcare 101. All right, class, we are in session. We are going to crack open our insurance books. Yeah. Right? Do you have yours, Jay? All right, I downloaded the PDF. Okay. I remember the password, which, guys, write down passwords. Is really important. I had to change mine like three times. Don't they tell you to not write down your password? Oh crap! Then how are you going to remember? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the conundrum. Yeah. Don't write it down because someone will steal it. But remember it somehow. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. I did download my my plan, and I have it in front of me. What do I need to know about this document? Okay, this document, and every one of you should probably have something like this. Wait, um, what's this document called? Uh, generally, it's called a summary of benefits or benefit highlights or something similar. Okay. It will go through and it will give you a, a high-level summary of what's covered at what cost. I see. So... If you look at this, in most cases, there should not be surprises in in your cost when you go into the doctor, which for a lot of people right now, they just have no idea and and they're not prepared when someone says you have to pay a copay. So we're going to work through this today. Awesome. Number one. Number one. Okay. Usually at the very top of your summary of benefits should be deductible. I like that. So what the uh, heck is a deductible, Jay? I'm looking... Oh, I see some information that says the word deductible. Ah, okay. There it is. Deductible <laughs> per claim year. 
Yes. Okay, so there's a preferred slash network and then a non-preferred slash non-network. Right. So your deductible applies on a year basis. Okay. When your policy starts, so if if you re-enroll in your benefits at work every July. For open enrollment. Or if you enroll in January and your benefits start in January, then your deductible is for that full year. So July to June or January to December. Not always a calendar year. If if your company does a July to June year, then that's the year, that's the time period that your deductible applies for. Oh, that's good to it know. It gets complicated. It does. But just remember it's good for a year. Okay. Jay, in your own words, what is a deductible? Okay. Through my past experiences, I have learned a deductible is the amount I have to pay from my savings account or checking account to the doctor's office before the insurance kicks in. So it's kind of like the maximum amount of money that I would pay for anything medical. Right. It's your first dollar. You have to cover this before your insurance company starts paying for things. Question. Yes. Let's say I go to the dentist and I pay a $50 deductible for the the visit. And my deductible for an individual is, it looks like for me, about $2,500. So then I go a couple months later to the, the, I go to the doctor's office just for a physical and I pay another $50. Would that then be deducted? Would my deductible be at twenty four hundred? Um, is dentistry covered under your medical plan? Um, In most cases, no. Usually, dentistry is its own separate plan. It says deductible, preferred network dental. Oh, <laughs> yeah. let me see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell me. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at Jay's right now. Oh, um, this says dental accidental injury or surgery. So it looks like your medical plan does cover dental. Say if you get in an accident and like knock a tooth out or something, oh. or you have to get like your wisdom teeth removed. That's a dental surgery. It looks like your med- medical plan will cover that, and anything you pay will go towards your deductible. Wonderful. So yeah, in in the case that you cited where you pay fifty dollars on my plan, on your plan that will. That will go towards your deductible. Wonderful. Good to know. Yeah. So, but normal things like cleanings would not be covered under that. No. Okay. So deductibles. Why does the insurance company do this? Why, Why can't they just pay for everything? You're paying them a rate every month. This is an excellent question. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) I, this has stumped me. I, I mean, I guess to get rid of the petty things. Yeah, let's use an auto auto insurance example. Okay. Um, let's say that you get a little fender scrape. You get a little scratch on your car and you don't have a deductible. So then the insurance company has to process every little scrape and tear that ever happens. Mm-hmm. So th- then they're inundated with having to process all these claims, no. which then ends up costing 
because they have so much more work they to do. They have more work to do, and they're also paying a lot more. Yep. So most insurance companies do have some kind of deductible to keep out the petty claims. And also, in health insurance's case, so you have some quote-unquote skin in the game, is, <laughs> okay. is what they say. People are a lot less likely to go in for minor things. They're more likely to say, oh, I'll just take an aspirin and be fine. If they know that they have to pay some money when they go to the doctor. Yeah. So insurance companies are hoping that this will suppress claims to a certain extent. Keep people honest. It, it will keep people from you know, getting unnecessary care, for example. Whereas if everything's covered, you're going to go in for everything. Yeah. Because you don't have to pay for no it. No reason not to. So that's the biggest reason why insurance companies do this. Wow. Now we did a we did a show a while back on high deductibles and I encourage people who haven't heard that yet to go back and listen to HSA. it. HSA. Yes. High deductibles are becoming more popular and they help keep your rate low, but there are some problems associated with it. Yeah. So Okay. That is all great. So anything on your benefit that says deductible or subject to deductible, it means that if so, for example, I'm looking at mine, uh-huh. and it says for outpatient services, meaning I'm not staying in a hospital bed, I'm just going in for a procedure and leaving, that it's subject to the deductible. So, I know okay. when I go in for an outpatient procedure, I have to meet my, in this case, it'll be a $3,000 deductible before I uh, before the insurance company starts paying. Yep. Interesting. So, yeah, anything, if you're looking at your own benefit sheet at home, anything that says deductible, that's the case. That is great. Except, uh oh, moving on to copays. Oh, copays. <laughs> All right. All right, copays, what are they? It sounds like both me and the insurance are going to be paying for this. So, if I go in and I get, I don't know, a shot. Uh, a copay means I pay a little, insurance pays a little. Right. Cool. In health insurance speak, a copay means a flat dollar amount. So you know if you go to primary care, you have a $25 copay. That means no matter if you've met your deductible or not, I'm paying something. The only thing you pay is that copay. You don't have to pay other stuff to your deductible. So sort even of. if you've got a $3,000 deductible you haven't met yet, yeah. if it says on your benefit sheet that you've got a $25 office copay and it doesn't say anything else about you have to pay anything after that, then that's all you have to pay. Yes. And does a full bill go to my deductible um, or just $25? Just what you pay. So just the $25. Just the $25, but the insurance will cover the rest of it. Okay. So copays were implemented because you have these huge deductibles, but the insurance company wants to encourage you to, for example, get generic drugs, or they want to encourage you to go for your annual checkup at the doctor. Yeah. And people are less likely to go if they've got a huge deductible, so they give you a copay, makes it easier for you to get the basic routine preventive care you need. This is fantastic. Yeah, way, way good. <laughs> On the other hand, for drugs, for example, a lot of times you'll have tiered copays where you have a low copay for a generic and a higher copay for a brand drug. 
This is so the insurance company can steer you towards the cheaper drugs. So a lot of times, if you see a copay, it means either they're encouraging you to go get a certain kind of care if it's low, or they want to deter you if it's a high copay. (laughs) Wow. For example, a lot of people have emergency room copays that are $100 to $100. They want to deter you from going to the emergency room unless you really need it. Yeah. So they'll put a copay in place. Wow. That's good to know. The strategy behind copays. Oh, yeah. It's great. Well, my brain has officially turned to mush <laughs> with all this brand new great information. And it feels like I'm winning. I'm winning this insurance by my knowledge. <laughs> Time for a break, huh? Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> It has a zero dollar copay. commercial in there yeah i don't i don't know yeah it's kind of weird they really need to pay us yeah they really should (laughs) all right so we left off we learned about deductibles and we learned about copays yes we did so next we have coinsurance let me get my papers again i hope everybody took advantage of the break and got their papers so coinsurance (laughs) coinsurance what do you think it is Coinsurance, gosh, this is such a weird word. I, I'm going to guess, does that mean multiple insurances are helping me? <laughs> not at all. Oh, it's a yeah, shot. Not at all. Uh, this is the one most people get tripped up on. Yeah. Coinsurance. <laughs> so coinsurance is very similar to copay, but instead of a flat dollar amount, it's a percentage. Wait, that's the only difference? Instead of a flat dollar, it's a percentage? Usually, coinsurance kicks in after you've met your deductible. Oh. So, let's say you've got a $1,000 deductible, and then after that, 20% coinsurance. That means you pay everything up to $1,000, Yeah. and then after that, you pay 20% of everything. Wow. And the insurance companies. Yeah, Yeah. it's another one of those where it cuts the insurance company's cost in half. So it's just not like jackpot, I met my deductible. It's like free surgery Free surgeries for a year. Yeah, like what's the space? You still have 20% of this, (laughs) have to pay 20%. Right. And again, this is one of those strategies that the insurance company uses to keep you with some skin in the game, reduces their costs, and allows them to sell you insurance for less money. Because on the other end, you're paying more. Interesting. So, kind of a, a, a trick. A lot of coinsurance is being minimized or going away. In the old days before the Affordable Care Act, you could have coinsurance that would just go on and on and on forever. Okay. So you could have a, a premature baby for $500,000. And once you meet your deductible, then you pay 20% of that. 
forever. forever. Yeah. So that's still a ton of money. No one has that sitting around. No. This is why people get in crippling medical debt, even if they have insurance. So wait, so the Affordable Care Act minimizes co-insurance or puts a limit to it? Because of the next thing we're going to talk about. Which is? Maximum out-of-pocket. Ooh, bring it on. Uh, Some insurance plans had this before the Affordable Care Act, but it really became popular and actually required of all plans that there's a maximum amount of money that you pay per year. And they cap it. So even if you have that situation where you have a premature baby, it's very expensive. And you're paying co-pays and You're paying co-pays, co-insurance. You've met your deductible. There's a point where no more. It stops. You don't have to pay anymore. The insurance yeah. company covers everything else after that. Good. So the insurance can't bleed you dry. They can't bleed you dry. You know for a fact that in a year, you never pay more than X amount of dollars. And I think uh, as of right now, I don't remember because they keep bumping it up a little per year, um, but I think now it's around $7,000 for an individual per year. You can't pay any more than that out of pocket. Now, really, that's that's a great deal. Yeah. I mean, that's still a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But, but that's not like declare. Millions. Yeah. That's not like declare bankruptcy, ruin your life kind of money. Yeah. That's, oh, crap. I need to take out a loan kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking the shins. Yeah. So so that's a really nice feature, that max out of pocket. Wow. So I'm a fan of this max out of pocket. The downside is it makes your rate go up that you pay up front because at a certain point, the insurance company is paying the rest. So it makes it way more expensive. And we know if it costs them, it costs you. If it costs them, it costs you. They just pass on that cost right back to you. This is probably where your job comes in, <laughs> and you can measure how much, what the price is of people that have to go beyond the, and then adjust rates. Right. That's actually a lot of what I started out doing when I worked for the insurance company, was figuring out with all of these different cost sharing mechanisms, how much is the member paying and how much is the insurance company paying. Wow. So how much money do we need to charge to break even? Yep. But they're limited to that. They can't just say 80%. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, the state the state Department of Insurance keeps a pretty tight cap on, on most health insurance companies. Interesting. They say, no, you can't raise the rate that much. Huh. Get rid of that profit margin. Cool. So, wow. I am learning a lot here. So looking at your, your benefit design... Most things can be explained by deductible, uh-huh. co-insurance, yeah. copay, copay, max out of pocket. Max out of pocket. So, for example, looking at mine, and this is my benefit design for last year, it looks like my max out of pocket is equal to my deductible. Oh, so that's So, nice. once I meet my deductible, I don't have to pay anymore, which is nice. I'm still navigating mine. I don't. I, I wish I could have that number handy. Usually, max out of pocket is pretty close to the uh, top. I see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. It's also my deductible. All right. So once you meet your deductible, you do not have to pay any more money. <sighs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I hope you're following along at home. Yeah. And if you have any questions about your benefit design. 
or just want to know something like what's covered and and how is it covered, feel free to drop us a line. Health O'Clock Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So moving on, mm-hmm. we just have a few things to talk about before we wrap up the show oh, today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, let me put away my paper here. <laughs> that was the first time I've touched that in years. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. It is good to know. Yeah. Okay, in the news, let's talk about the news. The news. Okay, real quick before we jump into our two items. Did you notice on one of the presidential debates, they brought up health care? Yeah, they did. It's interesting. They they brought up the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, mm-hmm. and they said, what are you going to do to fix it? And they kind of hemmed and hawed, and Trump wants to repeal it, and Clinton wants, wants to, to fix it. Fix it, yeah. So, and there's definitely, as as it moves along, you see there are lots of carriers that continue to drop out of the marketplace. It's too expensive, too many sick people yeah. enrolled, not enough healthy people enrolled. The cost keeps going up, and, and still carriers are losing money. Yeah. So, there are definitely some issues there. And we hope that you have learned and taken away at least bits of information that help you make up the mind on what you think should happen yeah you know do you have any thoughts about how we would fix it or do you think we should repeal it just spitballing here who knows me um yeah i'm a fan of fixing it i i think it's from what i've understood and after doing a lot of speaking with you and doing the show i feel that yeah it it feels like the the system is helping a lot more than it's hurting yeah we're all taking on a little bit more burden yeah, it's not perfect, and yeah, think you know companies are falling away, but there are a lot of benefits here that are, you know, people are people's lives are being saved because of this, and I think um, that's easily forgotten when yeah. when you see the price go up every month, and you see major problems, and there are problems with it. Yeah, you you forget all of the things that it did fix. Yeah. Like the the runaway coinsurance that we talked about. Yeah. I love having the maximums. I think that's great. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I know that there are problems. There are definitely things we can do to make it better. I'm not inclined to start completely over just because the whole industry has gone through this painful process of of getting on board with this. And I think it would be really difficult to roll it back now. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Let's go into the news. We have an EpiPen update. Oh, yeah. You remember when we talked about EpiPen in our last episode, which was two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There is not really a resolution to the story. They dragged the EpiPen executive in front of Congress and berated her and told her she was terrible and demanded to know what her compensation was. Oh, man. After all of that, two things happened. EpiPen is now selling a generic version. So they have their EpiPen, which is now at $600 a pop, which is... Crazy. A sin. I'll go out and say that. Now they're selling a generic version for $300. Oh, thank you. But it's the same <laughs> yeah. company, right? It's the same company, and and it's still wildly overpriced. 
So I don't know that that really helps anything, but I guess they were hoping that would garner some goodwill by cutting the price in half. I saw somewhere, and I cannot quote this, so you know, don't don't quote me, but I heard about a startup. It is an EpiPen alternative, and it's turning to public domain kind of thing. People are awesome. Yeah, there's a (laughs) lot of people that are rebelling. Some scientists somewhere are are publishing uh, instructions and and chemical makeups of of what an EpiPen is. And uh, now it's, I guess it's kind of, I don't know, uh, open source, open, open sourcing EpiPen. That's interesting. Huh. Uh, the other thing that came out of this is that now this gets kind of complicated where a lot of times drug manufacturers will pay a rebate to certain, uh, in this case, Medicaid, which is the government's health care for very, very income challenged people. Um, so a, a lot of times drug companies will pay a rebate back to Medicaid for if people use their drugs to make them cheaper. Turns out that this company was also stiffing Medicaid, like not paying them back what they had negotiated to pay them back. So this blew up and there was a settlement. But yeah, Yeah. that that came out too. And I feel like none of it really ended satisfactorily. I feel like it just kind of died down. All on off note. It's really weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange. Hmm. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to Show 12. Show 12. We hope that you learned something. Definitely rate us on iTunes. That's how that's how we get traction and and that's uh, how other people find. The and show. we, I actually did a search for us on the medicine and science mm-hmm. uh, section did of the podcast. We're halfway. We're, <gasps> we went from the bottom to halfway in the middle. All right, on the way up. So yeah, that's pe- fantastic. <laughs> we're my our goal is to make it to the top, top ten. <laughs> of medicine. We we want to be where people don't have to scroll down to find us. Yes. So help make that dream come true, Just everyone. <laughs> like us on iTunes. Five stars and write a review. You don't even have to write a review. But anyway, also email us if you have any uh, questions. Then, you know what? I think it is a farewell from here. And thank you all for listening. And hopefully next show we'll talk about end-of-life care. That's right. Stay healthy, everybody. Stay healthy.